The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia is brought to you by Healthy Planet. This is 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez and my co-host from her home studios, Dr. Claudia Michaela. Good afternoon, Dr. Claudia. Enjoying the sunshine? Absolutely, Tina. Good afternoon to you as well. How's everything with you today? Everything is really great. I'm enjoying this spell of spring-like weather, so I am not complaining. What's on our agenda today? Well, since it's a low-key weekend ahead for me and keeping with the theme of the show this week, I decided that my husband and I are going to spend a little time together, probably just being outside and enjoying the outdoors. Well, that's nice. And I'm glad you weren't going to take me down a different road when you said you're going to spend some time with your husband. So you're keeping it totally PG. I like that idea. <laughs> uh, well, we we're hoping it's going to stay that way. But, you know, we've planned it. So we both are expecting to have a really nice, quiet time together. So you want to tell us about today's amazing guest? I'm kind of excited about this one. Absolutely. I'm super excited too. So I thought that with all this, you know, COVID-19 talk and all the restrictions we've had, it seems that relationships have been a little under stress. So either too much time spent together or maybe the stress placing relationships under pressure, I thought it would be great to invite relationship, a relationship coach. So I went down under to Melbourne, Australia and decided to invite Ash from the 90 Day Fiance to talk to us today about relationships. Welcome, Ash. How are you? Hi, guys. Very well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. Thank you so much for that. It's absolutely our pleasure. So before we start talking about relationships and your coaching, we do want to hear all about your experience on the 90 Day Fiance, right, Tina? Yes, we do. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. Tell us all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want me to start? <laughs> there's so much to there's so much to unpack with that. Okay, so maybe start with how did it start for you? How did you uh, become the relationship coach for the show? How did you become this reality TV star? So, um, relationship coaching. Uh, I got into it uh, a few years ago, like five or six, four, five years ago, give or take, and uh, it came from uh, uh, my experience with uh, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, which slowly turned into wanting to work with communication couples. Mm -hmm. And that turned into working with uh, single people, not only women, but men too. And uh, the relation, the <clears throat> that started there. Um, the show, the show started by um, starting a relationship online with uh, Avery, which was uh, my girlfriend back then. And it started on a message that we, we exchanged, a food that I saw, a message that we exchanged. We started talking, that turned into dating, and that turned us to be on a show that she applied for. And, um, and yeah, and then we got on the show, which was like, I think, six months later, six or eight months later when dating, and nine months afterwards, it's actually literally the day that we started dating to the day that she came here was nine months, exactly nine months. And I felt like when I, I think I did say that it felt like I was having a baby in a very <laughs> different way, though, <laughs> a very different way. Nine months. I waited for nine months and it was literally like just expecting a baby and um, but in a relationship setup. And yeah, so we met and uh, things were things started. The journey, I feel, started on the show whatever the journey it was it started on the show and um yeah ever since it's been 
a roller coaster of different emotions. Okay, so let me start. How is your son? What's the deal with the florist? And what was the story <laughs> of that presentation that you did with that group so, of women? <laughs> so the deal with <laughs> so Taj, I, I start with Taj. Taj, um, he is uh, well. We don't we live two hours away from each other. With Sian, my ex-wife, we had a when we when we separated. That was a long time ago. Uh, she had a we had a place in uh, the countryside, so she's there now. And um, Taj moved with her, and I stayed in the city. And I see him nearly like two to three times a week. So we still keep a lot of. Um, there's a lot of interaction. He's coming to my place tomorrow and he's going to stay here for three days. So we still find a way to be able to, to, to get to meet each other at least three times a week. Um, so that is uh, Taj and he, he's good. He's great. He's doing well. Um, in terms of uh, my florist, um, Dominic, um, <laughs> that's interesting. So I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, so we'll keep it in the context of what happened. And um, how he said that I was, um, I think he said I was, I had a lot of girlfriends. Women. Girlfriends, yes. there we go. I had a lot of girlfriends. Um, let's go with that. I do, I feel, have a lot of interaction with women because of the job that I have. And um, in that space, I would say the cafe that I usually go to to catch up with people or to catch up with clients will be next to his, flo to his flower shop. So give or take he will see me walking up and down with different women all the time and not exactly girlfriends but clients most of the time when i would say 99 percent of the time it's clients so his visual aspect of it is that oh ash is with someone else today and um i'm guessing this is one of the things that may come I'll pop up in his head that um the guy has different girlfriends and in the space of the flowers, which is very interesting, I bought flowers. I usually buy flowers for, for every occasion, whether it's um, a birthday, a catch up with friends. If I go to a friend's place, I will just buy flowers because I think it's, I don't know if it's in the culture of back home, mom and dad, mom and dad always bought flowers for everywhere. They would, they would go family dinner, whatever it was, they would bring flowers. It was a gesture of love, uh, of, um, <clears throat> Yeah, I just job love. So the tradition is the same. Whether it's me or my brother, we tend to do the same thing. I think I do go a little bit more too over the top sometimes. I was I'm always trying to buy to get the most beautiful flowers to the person. So yeah, so that's another aspect of it that can come across as I'm buying flowers for women all the time. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and and this sorry, Claudia. It's okay, go ahead. Yeah. So then the seminar, the seminar was interesting because if I had the time to be able to sit down and think, if I was, I would say, I would put the word as such, if I was smarter with, uh, with my approach, I would not have done the seminar because of the fact that it was a new setup where there was a lot of things happening. We were not sleeping. It was very stressful to in the situation that we were, it was super stressful. You wake up in the morning, early morning, you go to bed very late, you're shooting for 10 to 12 hours. And um, it's, some, it's an environment that you're not used to as a, um, you know, being in front of camera, having all that uh, 12 people always around you nonstop. So it's not an environment that the average people has. And um, 
the first two days was amazing because you feel like you're a star. You feel like, oh my gosh, like whatever you want is being given to you. You want whatever you want is being is being. It's like everything is on a, in a on a silver plateau. Um, and um, but afterwards, after two or three days, you realize that oh, this is intense. I'm not sleeping. Um, we are getting to know someone that you have had a relationship on the net for nearly nine months and you're getting to know the person with 12 people constantly around you you can't really be intimate because um there's conversations you want to have that you can't have around them things, things like that and you're always very mindful of what you're saying careful of how you're going to say something due to the fact that how can they edit that different things that comes into mind so you honestly you're not always in your authentic side because you're always thinking on the back side oh what may happen they can t twist that that whole story they can twist so you're always thinking of all those things um but then the seminar came in i was cool i was chill until the moment that i started talking and boom i went like why, why, am, I, why am i doing that and you think of the fact that i'm not used to be talking to a lot of people i'm okay to be talking to people but now it's like you're talking to people you're talking to this this person who is like you're trying to impress them because they're your girlfriend and then there's like millions of people that will be watching this so as soon as my mind touched to like oh okay this is going to be aired this is going to be viewed by millions of people boom i went like it was a moment that you you i was paralyzed completely and whatever was coming out was just flat and fight mode all the time and, um, and yeah, I felt it. I felt the tension, what it felt to not be able to, to I guess, um, perform. Or I would say perform, but be in my natural state to be able to express myself. And yeah, it was, it was, very, it was very daunting. It was very scary, daunting, challenging too, because it was my carry online. And, um, and yeah, that had an effect on what was going to happen afterwards. So it was a challenging moment for sure when uh, all that stuff, um, you know, happened. So, I mean, you, you know, you openly talk about your relationship with Avery and, you know, you're very open about everything, which is great. So how, like, was that a cult, was that moment in time? Was that kind of when the relationship kind of started to dwindle? I know you guys are still friends. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like, what was the point where you thought, oh my gosh, I waited nine months, you birthed this, this relationship for nine months. And then you realized that it wasn't going any, like it wasn't going to go any further. How did that feel for you after all of that? So when that happened, it was last year in August um, that the recording was done. So from August till now, give or take, we had to get to know each other on a very different level. So I went to Seattle uh, after a few months. We broke up a few times in between, not because of what ha happened, but because of the situation of our life the distance, it was quite hard. So we did broke up once or twice, and then we decided to come back again together. And I eventually went to Seattle. I stayed there for, for good, um, nearly a month. I was there a bit more, uh, yeah, nearly a month. And um, yeah, and that's when I, we got to know each other properly without the camera. We spent time to eat with each other and um, we have very different values. So that's what I realized. And I think she realized the same thing. We have very different values. Uh, our upbringing is very different. The way that we approach things are very different. But, you know, she's a great, she, 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 I found something amazing with her. And that's why we stayed together until, until lately. We had, uh, we broke up a few months ago. Um, but that did not affect 
us that uh, that seminar because at the end of the day there was a lot of there's a lot of things that happens around that that environment where there is a lot of um, I think she said it herself and I will use that <laughs> she said five percent of it is real ninety five percent of it is fake and she every said that from an interview so I just use that and um, I agree too. Um, so that's why we knew that, okay, we had to spend time with each other on one-on-one -on -one. and we were able to do that. And that's what made us uh, stay together for such a long time, even with the distance, but with COVID coming in um, with different aspects of what we were presented, it became harder to be able to, to promise to each other, oh, I'm going to see you in a few months. It's not going to happen because here the borders are closed. I can't even go to the States. Then the States is different. It's a different um, you know, story. So yeah, we, we grew apart from each other from then on. So she mentions at some point that it, it was, she has issues with trust, right? And you know, right. being a relationship coach, a coach, I mean, trust is a big thing. Now, I, I mean, Talk a little bit about the trust thing. Was it something that she needs to work on? Is it something that you both needed to work on? Because that's a big deal in a relationship. Correct. Uh, trust. And that, the thing is that trust is one of the most, it's the crucial part of a peace in a relationship. Like if you want to build trust, you have to build one thing too. It's, um, it's integrity in the relationship. When I say integrity, being truthful to each other about the different environment, situation, and um, things that, that may happen. And integrity will build, of course, consistency in the relationship where when you look at someone and if they are consistent with their words, their action and their belief and the values that they, that they project, um, you start trusting the person. But that does not happen in a, in, in a week, two weeks, a month, three months. It slowly builds up as you get to know the person. In our situation, we were not able to do that on a consistent basis. Um, we will try to do it online and uh, um, you get a certain trust that you build online. You get the trust of believing what the person is saying, whether it's on my side, whether it's on her side. But then when you spend time with them without much variables that can affect it, like just you and uh, let's say her and me with normal things in life, then you start seeing the person in a normal setup, how they, um, how they act, how they talk to people, how they the, the process, you know, things around them. So you start really seeing the person as someone that can you trust that person or can't, can't you trust that person and how consistent are they? So that's what uh, we really did not, what we were not able to build properly, the consistency. And consistency is when you're with a person flesh and bone and you can see how they live and they can see how, how you live. Then you start building um, a certain um, foundation of consistency, which pretty much, you know, transcends into like trust. So trust is very important because it brings, um, it brings on uh, the table the fact that you can count on the person in a moment of, of tension, uh, chaos, even in a moment of joy. So, and they have your back too. So trust is massive. It's, it's very important. That's one of the things that we, didn't, we were not able to build properly because she has her own um, uh, challenges with trust. And I do have my own challenges with trust too. So we were not able, and never able to come on that table where we like bring and be vulnerable to a point to each other that we say, hey, you can count on me. Or I can say, hey, you can, you know, we could count on each other. So that was never really 
that never really molded in, in a strong, um, strong connection on that level. Okay, so let's take a break right there. Ash, thank you, first of all, for being so candid and so open and honest about your relationship and behind the curtain of 90 Day Fiance. We will take our first break. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia is brought to you by Healthy Planet. This is 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez and over to Dr. Claudia to reintroduce today's guest. So welcome back, everyone, and welcome, Ash, from the 90 Day Fiancé. We're so happy to have you here. We talked about all the interesting things. Oh, you're welcome. We talked about everything 90 Day Fiancé. Now we're going to take it back to relationships. Um, So in your work, you talk about the four pillars that are needed to create a balanced life and a relationship. So what are they and how can we achieve those four pillars? So the four pillars are communication, energy, get, getting to know yourself, um, food, nutrition, what you eat is who you are, and you know, food is medicine, and um, movement. Movement is something that is very important to be able to actually connect with yourself. So we, we talk about those four pillars to be able to create a better version of yourself first so that you can love yourself. When I say love yourself, is you're comfortable with who you are so that you can attract the relationship that uh, that you you um, you desire you love, you want to attract in your in your life, but what I what we or we focus on is um, is um, the self the self as a person the self concept because we always talk about oh, I want to be more self in a relationship when you want to attract someone you want to be always I want to be confident to be able to attract the person that I want, but confidence is like the the outcome like self confidence self esteem self-worth it's the outcome it's never really the foundation of it so we always try to jump to that end product but not really working on what criteria qualities do i need to be able to to be a better version of myself so what we try to do is we try to work on the self-concept of the person or your, the qualities of your um of your the decisions that you take in line with your values that you believe in and what are the those values do you know who you are as a person if you don't know who you are as a person, start looking and start asking yourself, who are you as a person? What values do I believe in? What qualities do I have to make, to, to, to make me feel that I'm, you know, I'm self-confident, I have good self-esteem, I have good self-worth? So what we go by is the experiences that we've had, the qualities of those experiences, what it made us feel, and from that, what values we we, we built from those uh, those um, those different experiences because once those experiences happen from when your childhood to now and there will be experiences that are very significant that will create the fact of oh I feel like I feel loved now if a few times you you, you experience that you like I feel love I feel the support of my family I feel you know different things so you build a certain um, criteria that creates that, uh, that, uh, that uh, pathway to the values that you build. So we work a lot on self con- self-concept and um, who are you? We work a lot on that so that we can understand clearly what the person wants, the values of a person and how to connect 
the decisions they're making with their values. And if they are aligned, means they're living a good life. They're living the life that they need to, to live. So hence the reason why then afterwards we start working with getting in touch with your energies, different energy centers in your body, getting in touch with what you eat, and after, of course, afterwards, getting in touch with how you move. So when we bring everything together, it brings more of a person who is um, understanding of themselves so that slowly they can open up the door to someone else to come into their life. And if those pillars are not aligned, if those values are not acknowledged or recognized, does that mean that you will continue to attract the wrong people? I would say you will attract the wrong people all the time. Like those values, the main part is that if your decisions are in line with your values, you're, you know who you are as a person. The, the rest is like the, how do we call that? They are like, um, comp they complement the person who you are, the person that, that you are. It complements it. Um, just understanding your energy, energy centers, um, it complements it. Understanding what you need to eat complements that uh, that uh, that first pillar, should I say? And movement complements that first pillar. So everything is a complement is complementary of what the first pillar is. Um, of course, not everyone will be will be um, you know interested in exercises like exercise, for example. Some people will be like, you know what? I'm happy to just to go for a walk. Walking out in the nature is one way of movement, if that makes sense. It's not like you need to be jumping around. Um, if someone doesn't like to be completely um, clean with their food, of course, like, you know, you can't tell someone to oh, have your vegetables, have celery, have, um, have um, your broccoli to eat, you know, or fish. Some people will want to eat something else, but everything has a balance to be able to actually create that, that, um, that pillar, which is the first one. To, to, to thrive. So of course, if you want the first pillar to thrive, having all those complementary um, aspects is going to help that first pillar. But it's not, it's not something that is, you don't, you don't, you don't need them 100% to be working in line. But as long as you understand that this is um, complementing your first pillar, then it's something that at least you acknowledge it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I think that we don't realize how important it is for you as a person to be in somewhat of a balance in order for you to be able to maintain a healthy relationship. But I want to switch it up a little bit. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the challenges you faced this past year with your health and how it's changed you and how you've been able to cope. So I know you had um, a health concern with your thyroid and you were diagnosed with Graves disease. Tell us a little bit about that. If you don't mind sharing that information with us. Of course. So the Graves thyroid, I've had thyroid for quite an, at an early age, when I, at an early age around like the mid twenties. So that's when I knew that I was, had hyperactive thyroid, but I have ADHD too. So I was on uh, Dexa when I was younger, um, Dexa amphetamine. So it was between the age of 22 to 23 or 24, I was on Dexa and um, I was able to get out of the medication and I started doing a lot of um, fasting water fasting for 28 days, 14 days. I know that at that time it was very, it was alien. <laughs> Uh, fasting, water fasting at the time, but that helped me to a certain degree. I didn't have a lot of scientific background to to go by then, but now slowly it's coming out more and more. But that one, what, that is one of the things that helped me a lot with um, the different um, 
challenges I had. But Graves' disease lately, when uh, I was on the show, I never knew that I was affected by it until I was on the show. So when I watched uh, the show and I saw that I, and people were commenting on it, then I realized, okay, there's something wrong here. So then I went to have a check and I looked at my, my, my levels and I came to know that I had Graves' disease. So there was two options, medication or do it the way that I knew how to do it, like which, which is naturally. So I thought I had some good friends, Don Tolman, uh, he's very big in the in nutrition industry. Um, so I con connected with some people and um, they told me what to do, what ways to, to follow. So I started doing the same thing. So I went on a 14 day what a fast again. And um, then I started like changing my way of eating, juicing a lot and lots of carrot juicing. <laughs> and gradually it, I was able to balance, you know, it's been like nearly five, six months now. Gradually it helped and I could see the changes. Eating a lot of dates too, which I didn't know that dates help with uh, grapes. Um, so yeah, those are the little differences. Especially I brought a lot of uh, changes in my way of eating and also my way of sleeping. And that helped gradually. It's not completely gone. Like sometimes I can feel like there's a lot of tension around my eyes, but it's still, it's being managed. I can go down the road of medication, but I'm trying to keep away for now, just, you know, do it as naturally as I can. You're very encouraging because it doesn't seem as though the diagnosis has stopped you or slowed you down at all. And it's great for people to see that you can still live your life. You just have to get on that healthy plan, right? Just start living your life healthy and more balanced. Correct. And it's a choice to you. I think it's a, you have to choose whether you want to do it. Um, there's different ways to do it. I feel like it's, it, you just have to do it the way that you feel the most comfortable to do it. And there's no right or wrong. Everything works. It's just what works for you, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I can't thank you enough for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. So if listeners want to maybe learn more about you or catch some, you know, some episodes of the 90 Day Fiance, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me guys thank you it was re it was really a pleasure yes so i on my on my uh, instagram there's all the details on my bio like if ever you want to have uh, um to know what i'm doing coaching etc everything is on my bio and there's my website there so people if they want to catch me they can always uh, find me there and what is that instagram handle uh, it's yeah. uh, the mind body coach Excellent. Thank you so much, Ash. I hope Thank you have you a beautiful day, um, rest of the weekend, and uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Thank you so much, Claudia, Tina, and Phil. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And Dr. Claudia, if listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? Just find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or my website, www.claudiamachiella.com. That's our show for previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription. Go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.